The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yes, good, very good evening, everyone. Welcome to Drive on this Wednesday. Plenty happening, and we'll keep you right up to date here on SENWA, wherever you may be listening on SEN 657 in Perth, SEN Spirit 621 in Bunbury in the southwest, and the Goldfields at SEN 1611 on digital radio, SEN Peel, and of course on the SENWA app. It's great to have your company, and of course, you can join us anytime. On the Temper of Bedshed text line 0487 736 736 or give us a call on the Scarborough Toyota open line. It's 13 12 55. Day one of the very first uh, cricket test between Australia and Sri Lanka is currently underway. Sri Lanka are batting and are six for 177. And Nathan Lyon and Mitchell Swepson, uh, the spinners have taken two wickets apiece. Uh, Cummings and Stark took the first two of the innings. So it's six for 177, and I believe Sri Lanka have got four spinners in their 11. So it's going to be a real turning wicket, and we're just wondering what sort of score would be a respectable score. Maybe 177 is not a bad total. So Australia would be keen to get the last four wickets as quick as possible on that turning wicket in Gaul. Well, let's go to one of the most significant events, uh, and we are so blessed here in Perth at the moment. Uh, the weekend just gone, we had the State of Origin, New South Wales against Queensland. Uh, this Saturday night, we also have uh, the Wallabies against the English here at Optus Stadium. But also, we have a significant sporting event at RAC Arena, which is, we know, the home of the West Coast fever. And some weeks ago, many people see it a bit controversially, but Super Netball uh, allocated before the Fever got there, before the Vixens got there, that RAC Arena in Perth would host the Super Netball Grand Final. And it was terrific, of course, in the major semi-final when the Fever defeated the Vixens and got the opening berth of two. The Vixens, of course, come from behind victory against the Giants last weekend. And it's all set for what's going to be a grandstand grand final. Hopefully the first premiership for the West Coast Fever. Joining us is Dan Ryan, the West Coast Fever coach at the top of uh, Drive with Peter Vlahos. Dan, thanks for your time. No, he's not there at this point in time. Well, there you go. We had him waiting online, but uh, he doesn't seem to be there. We'll try and get Dan back online after that huge rap that I gave the West Coast Fever. So, by the way, just going back to the cricket, uh, Sri Lanka 6 for 177. Uh, Sri Lanka made a lovely gesture to honour cricket icon Shane Warne after his shock death earlier this year before play got underway. As the players were on the ground, Sri Lanka presented a plate to Cricket Australia Chief Nick Hockley, who's over there, with a photo of Shane Warne. And the plate read, In Sri Lankan hearts, you shall remain a legend of the game of cricket and humanity in memory of Shane Warne. So that was a nice touch. We have now got Dan online. Dan, thanks for your time. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. Oh, exciting times. The countdown is on. <laughs> How's uh, how the night? You're getting much sleep or are you just too excited? No, sleeping very well so far this week, to be honest, mate. It's, um, it's been a good week. We're, we're well prepared. We're training well. We're preparing hard. And um, the girls are certainly training like demons. So things ticking along pretty nicely halfway through the week and, and looking forward to a pretty strong back end as well. 
We know that the West Coast Fever have been in grand finals before, but this is uncharted territory because in some ways here it's home. They've been waiting on it to arrive for a couple of weeks now. I believe that there's been a lot of media requests and you're just suppressing it a bit. You're managing a bit to make sure they don't get overexposed or lose their focus. How are you handling the days leading up to the big one on Saturday? Yeah, I think it's really important to acknowledge, obviously, a, a grand final build-up is always a little bit different and we're really trying to make a conscious effort to enjoy that process as much as possible but certainly not be distracted from what our job at hand is and the great opportunity we have uh, on Sunday. So we're trying to keep it, obviously, business as usual and keep the routine as consistent as it has been that's actually got us to this point in the season. So a few extra demands for media and all of those types of things that come with it, but really trying to ensure that our minds are clear on the job at hand and, and the girls have been exceptional in that so far in the in the past 10 days in, in building up to the grand final. So um, we know there's a lot of interest and support out there for us, which is amazing, and we're really keen to put on a great show on Sunday. I might have mentioned the matches on Saturday. Of course, it is on Sunday. Uh, there's so much happening in Perth at the moment. It's quite incredible. Saying that, uh, it's going to be uh, – they'll be hanging from the rafters at RAC Arena. Did you see the preliminary final last weekend – between the Vixens and the Giants. I actually watched it and walked away for a while and thought the Giants had it in the bag. It was a, a huge comeback by Melbourne, wasn't it? Uh, it was an incredible game. And, you know, we sat and watched it as a team. We had a practice match beforehand that, to keep the program ticking over as normal. And, and we had dinner together and, and watched the game as a group. And um, the ebbs and flows in that game were just unbelievable. And I was taking notes on my phone throughout the whole game, anticipating at the start of the last quarter, it was looking like it was going to be Giants facing us. And then all of a sudden, Vixens have come back from a 10-goal deficit and stolen it in the dying moments. It was an unbelievable final quarter. And even the last 40 seconds was just on the edge of your seat, stressful nightmare type of stuff. So um, very exciting and, and very keen to have another crack against the Vixens, that's for sure. Yeah, they recovered to win by one point, the Vixens, pulling off one of the most miraculous, as you mentioned, final quarter comebacks in recent memory to progress to the grand final on Sunday. So what does that do for the Vixens? Uh, you know, if you look at what's happened, momentum's a great thing and they got momentum in the final term. So they feel quite buoyed coming to Perth, suggesting uh, that they have maybe peaked form-wise at the right time. Yeah, it's a really interesting proposition, I think. You know, we found our best game in the major semi-final. We now have the opportunity to have some extended time to prepare and freshen up the bodies and minds and, and really concentrate on us. And then the Vixens have to go through the emotional toll of playing in a prelim and, and scrapping and fighting to get into the grand final and full credit to them for the way that they handled that occasion. So you almost feel like when you get to a grand final, the build-up of both teams becomes irrelevant because the 60 minutes of that grand final is just hell for leather and both teams giving everything they want. So everything they've got, sorry, to, to get the result they want. So it's going to be a great game irrespective of each team's journey or story to get to that final. And, you know, we're expecting the Vixens at their very best and I'm sure the Vixens are expecting us at our very best too. So um, a level playing field and it's hopefully going to be a great contest of great netball. Well, a lot of people are saying that the Fever are in sensational form. You've got them humming. There's no question about that. And, you know, people like Kath Cox, uh, a netball superstar here in Australia, believes that the team in green will never have a better chance to win their maiden uh, premiership. She's basically been quoted and said, I feel like if the Fever can't win it this year in Perth, then they'll never going to win it. Uh, pretty strong comment there from Kath Cox. Is it as 
Is it as def- definite as that, do you think? Oh, I don't think so at all. I think we're a good a chance as the Vixens are, two quality teams. We certainly believe that we're capable. We certainly believe that we're peaking at the right time in the season, and we certainly believe that our journey over the past 12 months has led us to this point for a reason. So we're confident. We believe we can. We know we're going to have to work even harder than what we did in the semi-final to beat the Vixens. And they're going to have to work equally hard to try and beat us as well. So it's going to be a great game. And we're not, we're not too interested in what the external are saying, to be honest. It really sits within our inner sanctum and what we believe and how we feel and what we think. And, um, you know, we're well-placed and, and we're going to be as ready as we possibly can be for Sunday and most importantly, enjoy it. And if we enjoy playing the game in that type of circumstance, we should go pretty well. Saying that, when you look at the way you've played, particularly in the big game, it's been your full court pressure and your patient ball handling. And in the end, your hunger for the contest. Have they been the major attributes for the fever this season? Oh, absolutely. I think our form throughout the home and away season was really held back through the amount of COVID impact and injuries and illness and changes to the team week to week we had to have because of we were bringing players back from COVID or players were out and we really had to exhaust our full squad of 15 to field teams at times. So I was actually really comfortable that we weren't getting great continuity through the home and away season, but we're still winning matches by not playing anywhere near our best. And um, I think for us over the past three to four weeks, we've been able to really refine and get some continuity in the lineup. Um, and target those key areas of our game, which we know are really hard to beat. So um, we're clear on what we need to do. We're clear on what's really hard to play against. And, um, you know, we're confident in our toolkit that we've got enough to be able to handle anything that's thrown at us. So um, that's the beauty of the season we've had. We're prepared, we're robust, and most importantly, we're confident. So it's going to be a great one. It'd be interesting to see, and she's probably got one of the biggest assignments in the grand final, and if she executes it properly... It may be one of the factors that maybe get the Vixens up. Uh, former West Coast Fever defender Olivia Lewis is preparing, no doubt, for Janelle Fowler. That's going to be a very important contest come Sunday. Yeah, it will. And they've obviously been using um, Emily Mannix in that goalkeeper role as well. And, and no, I guess no defender really had a lot of luck against Janelle um, in the semi final, but I think that was more a reflection of, of how we played than how they played, to be honest. And we really challenged them and had to make decisions. And, um, you know, that they've, they've done very well defensively against us in the home and away season, where I think we were a little bit ill disciplined in attack and weren't willing to work hard enough to do what we needed to do. Um, and I've seen a significant shift in that over the past month. So we need to reproduce that. At the end of the day, um, if we can have four threats in that front line, we make it really hard for the Vixens to win ball because we know that they're going to be really ball-hungry early to try and get some turnover against us. So we're clear on what that looks like and what we need to do. So what's a program from now being a Wednesday evening? Of course, the match is at 5 o'clock, RAC Arena this Sunday. Uh, Dan, what will be the, uh, the program from here until the big one? Yeah, so we'll have our final um, team training session on Thursday night where we have our male training partners in and our extended squad. And a lot of that session is, is very much match play scrimmage scenarios. It's, it's, it's a pretty heavy session in terms of taking each other on. So that'll be our main focus tomorrow. And the girls will have a light mobility session on, on Friday morning and, and then a final um, polish off session, I guess, a captain's run at RAC Arena on Saturday morning and, and then it's game time Sunday. So very much a standard training week as we would if we were playing any game on a 
on a Sunday afternoon and, and just making sure that we are maximising every single time we have to rest and recover and making sure that we're fresh to be able to dive pretty deep in how hard we need to work on, on Sunday at 5pm. And what about yourself, 37 years of age, you've coached in the best leagues and championships in the world. What would this mean to Dan Ryan? Oh, it'd be a dream come true, to be honest. It's, it's, been a, it's been a dream ride here at West Coast Fever in terms of this team and this environment and the support I have around me here. I'm thriving every day in my job and, you know, the players and the staff are bringing the best out of me and I hope that I'm doing the same to them as well. So I'm living the dream essentially in, in coaching this team and would love nothing more than to be able to help contribute to a historic win for the club. And, you know, we've discussed that. We, we know what we want to achieve. We know how hard it's going to be to get there, but we're in with a chance. And when you've got a chance, you've got to take it. So um, we'll give it everything and, and leave no stone unturned, that's for sure. And just finally, you have coached, of course, in England, even I think in Northern Ireland and here in Australia. Uh, what about the state of Super Netball, particularly if the West Coast Fever win, what it will do for football in this state? Uh, for netball yeah, I think in this it's, state. Um... Did I say football? <laughs> netball, yeah, of course. <laughs> It's a great opportunity, you know. It's, you know, West Coast Fever has a great profile here in WA, and it's a sport. It's a sporting mad state, and we would love nothing more than to just even raise the profile once again, and, and not just give netball fans here, but sporting fans across the state something to be really proud of. And our club has been a, around for 25 years, and we've never achieved the ultimate success in a national competition. And um, there's no reason why we can't be the first team to do it. And it's certainly going to be a bit of an extra added motivation come game time on Sunday. I'm excited. Many people are excited. And it's going to be a fantastic event. Five o'clock our time, Sunday ROC Arena. And it is a sellout. So they're looking at about 14,000 people. And I reckon, Dan, they'll make a heck of a noise. That's the plan, mate. That is the plan. Good on you, mate. Congratulations on getting there. That was just a stellar performance uh, against the Vixens in the major semi-final at John Kane Arena uh, back a couple of weeks ago. That has got you there now. We wish you the best of luck. And in the end, it's our time. I think it's the West Coast Fever's time to be the Super Netball Champions. Let's hope uh, that is the case Sunday night. Thanks for your time. Thanks, mate, and fingers crossed. Appreciate it. Good on you. Dan Ryan, the coach of the West Coast Fever, joining us. And that is a big event. As I said, uh, we've got a couple of big ones here on the weekend. The one here at Optus Stadium, the Wallabies taking on England in the uh, the big rugby test series, three of those being staged. We've got the first one here. And then Sunday night, RAC Arena, uh, and there'll be a, a huge crowd there. As I said, it's a sellout and the match between the West Coast Fever and the Melbourne Vixens. Looking forward to that. And go the Fever. Wish, we wish them the best of luck. We're going to take a break, come back with more in a moment. Uh, also coming up a bit later on, we'll speak to Braden Quartermain, the football and sports journalist from the West Australian. He's been right across uh, the West Coast Eagles and also the Fremantle Dockers on training and some of the news that's being bandied around uh, those clubs leading into this big weekend for both. Uh, that's coming up. A little bit later on. It's a quarter past five.